Mr. Potts. Keegan. Thanks for coming along. <laughs> My absolute pleasure. Podcast time. Excelto performance. What's it take to get a shirt like this? For you, 100 years. <laughs> We're my first one. Yeah, it's been in the mix for probably a year now. But in terms of your journey, what's it take? What is it? What is it? You know, because anyone can go get a shirt made, right? Mm. But probably not everyone. There's a lot of people out there who kind of like to have their own facility. They kind of like to have their a place so they can call home. I know you've had it for a while, but you've gone again bigger. Mm. Like, what's the journey been to, to get this shirt? For me, it's belief. It's understanding that you can make a massive difference. You can yeah. make a huge impact in your own life. For me, it was always a lack of self-worth. And then finally, when I started getting more clarity on what I wanted and taking action, everything happened. So. Yeah, belief was a big part of it. I, I never really thought that I would actually do anything to help. I kind of just was lost. But there was a deep thing inside of me that always knew I had potential. And when I woke up and I started really focusing on what I wanted, how I wanted to help, that's when I started making a difference. And that that's what this brand, this is like why I rock it with pride, is I've made the changes in myself so that I can help the world instead of just trying to, you know, tell people how to do their thing. I made all of the changes within myself and, and completely flipped my reality and it's brought brought the best life to me. Only going to get better, but... <laughs> so your belief in your ability to help people comes from a lot from that journey, your own journey? Hmm. Uh, yeah, I think... You, I, I actually spoke about this with a teacher the other day. We were having a conversation about adversity and obviously what we're doing with juniors... Like, how much do we want to avoid them from going through adversity? Mm. But I think all your challenges do create the experience for who you who you become. Yeah. So there's a big part of me that wants to make, you know, life, I guess, not easier for people, but more like they have the tools to manage their own, you know, challenges. So, yeah, I think it comes down to just understanding that the things happen for you, not to you. And when you can shape that growth mindset and, and look at a problem or a challenge and think, okay, what's this teaching me? You know, even in the, the deepest pit when something's going on, like you know, I've had my own challenges and understanding that all of that stuff taught me how to be better. But I used to be in a victim mindset where I didn't want to look at it like that. I wanted to be a slave to it. I wanted to poor me. Why'd it happen to me? You know, an excuse to not do anything. And, and that's, what the, that, that's the result I had for a lot of years until change that flick that switch and now everything does happen for me so yeah it's a powerful switch bigger challenges again with going to the second facility bigger financial commitment fitting out the place like all that physical work that, that you've done and you know I know some of the guys from the community like Lyndon and uh, you know guys came along and helped out with that stuff like does it go away you know like you're sort of talking about passing through yeah, stages I, but I think I think you just learn how to deal with more I think there's a I guess when you when you play the small game you think oh this is tough and then you go to the next level and you're like oh okay this is tougher and then you go to the next level and you're like alright this is getting serious And but you just adapt like yeah. we've had a massive four months my partner Nicholas Spain we've, we have really devoted every single second into creating Exalto into the, the holistic hub that we wanted to create and now it's now it's at a point where we're like 
now we need to manage it. So we've created it, now we need to manage it. And there's a lot of stress that goes into it, but um, we're not gonna let that rule us. It's about us going, rising to another level and understanding how to manage that. And I think that's the biggest thing about life is just keep pushing your limits and you know, more stimulus, more lessons, more growth. It's like what's just, what's just beyond mm. comfortable and what's just beyond like, when you're going through uni, if you knew that you were going to do this, <laughs> like, what did you think you were going to do? I would have quit earlier. <laughs> yeah, I hung, I, hung, I hung out at uni for too long. I did two years of exercise science. Just wasn't my learning style. I, I, I tried to be there as hard as I could because I've also got a quite competitive mindset. I don't like losing, so I didn't want to quit. And I went through this massive thing, being the eldest child. I didn't want to have this you know, thing for my for my siblings. Generational burden <laughs> yeah. that you create by I didn't want to failing s- out of uni. I didn't want to start the, the pathway of, you know, oh, my older brother went to uni and quit. And like, so there was all this internal dialogue that was like, no, you got to finish this degree. You're like, you're worthless if you, if you quit. And then I just got to a point where I thought, you know, uni for me wasn't the style, wasn't the program that was giving me the fulfillment in education. So I decided to quit and it was a, it was a, best decision I ever did because I just started applying everything so I think yeah anyone listening who's stuck in that bucket don't be in that mindset that a degree is everything obviously there's there's points where a degree is necessary certain roles and jobs demand it so you if that's your goal then you have to stick it out but for me I wanted to own for my, my own facility and I wanted to coach and help junior athletes and uni wasn't doing it for me so if you had to finish your degree you would have all the same hills to climb at the end to a large extent anyway like all the things that you've learned they're not really the things that you learn at uni right like no no well this is a I get you know they all the big entrepreneurs talk about this is having a school where you actually get taught the life skills instead of you know like uni skills and uni skills provide some but the things I've learned in the last 18 months about business myself or having to find answers in coaching and training because you can't find in textbooks, like asking questions from successful coaches and, and finding that information, I think is a more valuable skill than, you know, obviously reading's important, but for me, I'm a very kinesthetic learner. I like to see, apply, experience, and that's where that's where I get the biggest results. So I know that's, that's a big journey with myself is having the confidence in knowing how I best learn. You know, coming and training with you, training you know, with, with other coaches, asking them about their programs, how they deal with clients, this, that. That's, that's where I'm going to get become the best version of me, not by you know, sticking out a couple of years of torture. <laughs> and that's the way I look at it. Yeah. Look, uni is definitely a torturous place to be if you know that that's not where you're meant to be anymore. And uh, yeah, I think a lot of people will resonate with that, that they... It wasn't the place for them. Or mm. I bailed out too, but I was three and a half years in, so they still gave me a piece of paper. Um, I didn't finish exercise science and rehab. I just graduated from exercise science and did musculoskeletal rehab. And in, in hindsight, for me, it was important because I, you know, I went and worked in Super League. I worked in the NRL. Probably wouldn't have got the visa to France because it, just with diplomatic staff, like mm. you, the degree is part of the work permit and things. So. But eventually, if you're good enough, you know, my mentor, Hayden Masters, who, you know, worked with my dad for 10 years at Parramatta Eels. He's worked with the Kiwis. He's worked at Titans and Roosters after I was there. And now he works with Panthers. You know, he's like done a lot and he's worked in soccer. He's worked in athletics. He's done a lot of stuff with Usain Bolt. 
no degree you know like yeah. as, he might have got it later I'm not sure I could be wrong but I'm you know he, he didn't have a degree and he's done everything that is to be done in the world of pro sport where everyone says oh you have to be whatever and I know you know there's some ASC, there's some box ticking going on with ASCA there might be some legitimate education going on there as well I have heard a few reports of that but I know there's a lot of box ticking that goes on and you know yeah okay tick the box of university tick the box of ACA but are you actually good at anything yeah results speak it's, it's not gonna it's not gonna come from those two places in in my experience not to say it couldn't but it as, as a rule someone says they've got a degree in exercise science I'm like yeah cool what do you bench like mm. you know you, I've got a master's cool what do you bench you got a PhD oh cool like do you train like or who, what results are you getting with people you know what mm. I mean like we don't really care about bench press that much but you know yeah. what I mean like yeah. what can you do what have you done real world results hanging out at unis is fun if you want especially if you want to write you know scientific papers and stuff for sure hang out at uni but if you want to change the world if you want to like help people then that's one path I'm not saying completely that it's useless but for most people that's not going to that's not going to give you the answers what does exalto mean it's latin for progression so the i've always whenever i was thinking about a business i used to have uh j fit i had um fit pro j fit yeah i had like jackson wa- j fit no yeah well, maybe that was like seven years ago j fit. <laughs> you should tell him it's copyrighted yeah. like yeah, jackson if you're listening bro just taking over that account yeah, tomorrow 300k just send the logins bro no nah, yeah it's, um i've had i've had a few different ones that, like and i ended up getting to a point where i wanted something that i wanted people to to read and then have to ask the question yep so like it, it was kind of instead of seeing you know anytime fitness being like okay sweet I wanted like Exalto it has that little like suspense in it it's like mm-hmm. what 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 is Exalto mm-hmm. and then that opens up the conversation so for for me I've always liked the you know Latin and the language how it transcribes basically to English and I've looked up as many as I could and I was basically looking for something around progression and I found to rise above which is to exalt. So if you've ever heard to yeah, exalt means yeah. to rise above mm. and to progress. And that's, as soon as I saw it, I went, like, there's everything happens for a reason. I saw that word and I went, that's how, that's mm. what this brand's going to represent is progressing and rising above your yester self. Yeah, like the, the person you were yesterday, no matter what happens today, you have an opportunity to rise above. So that's really where cool. Exalto stems from and yeah, I'm, I'm proud of that. I didn't know that. Yeah, a lot of people don't. Do you know, is it meant to be a secret that you have to ask? Yeah, yeah, 100%. You've just um, given it away. Like. No, no, no. Well, like, people that know can spread it, but, yeah, people ask every week on their Instagram, yeah. facial, socials, whatever, in, in the gym, our athletes, like, what's Exalto? But once they know, they go, all right, they're buying a bit more. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. So you've been through some, some journeys, some challenges. We did some snatches last night. <laughs> Talk about why that was a big deal for you and... Yeah, I've, uh, I'm certainly not, not uh, excused from excuses themselves. You know, I've, I find myself having a very good mindset in regards to challenges, but I've had a lot of injuries, especially from I played six years of NRL between 11 and 18, or 11 and 17, and, and got smoked every year with a big injury. Like it was just knees, shoulders, ankles, fingers, like everything, just... Could have, couldn't have done many more injuries in that six years and that has that was a lot of trauma that I deal with in my own training and I have this mindset around it where we play, play in rugby league or Aussie rules? no rugby league yeah, yeah. Right. and then um, yeah yeah just big shoulder issues at the moment where left one's 
I've dislocated six times, completely out of the socket, and then sublaxed twice. When so, did that start? Started. Uh, it was the first time. It was Anzac Day 2015. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. That was a big, like, big dislocation. It was, um, wasn't, wasn't nice. It's n- never nice to see your own bone sticking out of a joint. And then uh, it just kept happening. And I guess I've always never gone down the, the injury, uh, the getting it fixed up with a knife because I believe, like, there is a way somewhere. Hmm. And then you go again and do it again and again and again and again. And, like, you do it in your sleep or you do it. I did it in, out in the surf and had shoulder sticking out in the water waves hit me and like it was not a good experience but it all comes down to excuses and for me it's it's getting through that stuff and and knowing that you have the ability to retrain repattern the body and yeah, that was a good wake-up call last night because last time i snatched i did sublax it and i've avoided it since like i can handstand anything closed chain feel strong as soon as it's an open chain movement doesn't feel great yet so i'm uh to get stuck in some work I think and really it's a good I guess it's a good journey for me to accept because yeah then then I can prove that it's possible the lesson isn't just oh you, you've injured something like go and max out on it mm. like well, you're practicing some skill you're yeah, just yeah. you know rewiring yeah start, 15 kilos start 30 light, kilos start and light like just build just do what you can and this is this is a thing like I I do this with our athletes is you start with what you can do and you build tolerance there. I guess when it always comes, there's, you know, for me, I'm not training with someone all the time, so I've got to be more disciplined on myself. And, and last night was a good wake-up call. I'm like, all right, well, I need to just practice my snatches a bit more and just build up the tolerance. And, and you know, people like you mentioned, Brando Hasek has done it himself and he's back to his strong snatch. And Shout out, body by Brando. Yeah. I've been rocking the singlet a bit lately. I think, it was, I think it's your Bali one, even though I didn't go to Bali, but oh, maybe it's not, I don't know. I'll have a look at it again, but um, yeah, it's cool. Like Brando has hurt his shoulder a number of times. You heard at one of the real movement events and he kind of already knew it was not great. And it's like, that's the last thing you want when someone's at an event. But, you know, now he's, yeah, he's snatching, I don't know, 90, 95, something like that. And yeah, it's, you know, it's been awesome seeing him rebuild that over time. Mobility, like he's doing the work nonstop. Every second photo he puts up is something overhead stability mm. so yeah, he's got a lot of good content like yeah, yeah no. and, and that's someone that's someone i i do look up to him because i've talked to him a bit about the shoulder for me it's just practice it's putting it into yeah. putting your words into practice so yeah it's gonna be a good challenge i'm excited to get the shoulder healthy again i think a hard thing for me is i like the i like handstand so much now after coming into rmp that for me i can still handstand with a like a shoulder like it's not a problem so I've never really focused on hitting the, the open chain work but it's time to make make a bit of a difference there get rid of that limitation mm. I think yeah that's there's so much value in just doing what you couldn't do especially if you believe you can't do it like mm. there's value in that regardless of what the task is if it's like no I can't do that that's what you must do yeah <laughs> like and doesn't you don't have to be a world champion at it mm get rid of that I could never do that I can't do that I could never present a seminar I could never I could never you know you're talking about last night with uh, how to learn to juggle you know why did I get juggling like I tried to do it as a kid I can't juggle I've tried I can't juggle maybe my brain doesn't do it like I literally thought my brain Mm. wasn't capable of it 
So that's what I had to do. Once I started learning Spanish and, you know, I was just breaking these barriers in my mind, one of the barriers was like, I've got to learn to juggle. And then it was, I got to learn to play the guitar. And, you know, I'm not a concert guitarist. It's, you know, like I don't, I don't even remember any songs now, but I can play the guitar. <laughs> I can play my D. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I got a bit there. We can, we can crack it out later. But, um, yeah, I think going through those mental barriers is a big thing. And I think for you, like if we, you know, get you to the point where you're comfortable with, you know, two thirds, three quarters body weight, maybe you get up to body weight snatch and you just, it doesn't mean you have to take it to being able to compete but the at a national level, there. but you're just like, yeah, I'm not scared of that. Like that's yeah. not, that's not holding me back, holding yeah. me down. When snatch is in a program, you don't go, I can't. Yeah. Oh, I'm sitting out this one, guys. I'm going to go do my nails when yeah. you go snatch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It you don't need to play that, you know, like yeah. play that card. I, I think for it's actually like I, I've got the prog- the the growth mindset's there for me now. Where I'll see a skill and I'll you know if I feel like a rocky, I'll do it. For me, it's more a lesson of avoiding not avoiding the things you know you should work on, and that's what the last when I subbacks it last year like a year ago. That's what it's been. It's been like okay, your open chain shoulders are no good. Like avoiding it. So the lesson is actually for me don't don't play that card like pull out the avoidance card and, and chase it hunt it and knock it off so that's a part that you're not focusing on mm. so much power in that mm. you got to go through that like you got to and then if someone's laying a challenge down for you like when people come and start doing real movement like yeah you, you need you know you need to be able to juggle you need to be able to do a handstand and a lot of you know, people reject the call people will be like no nah, like that's that's not me I just want to do you know I want to get to where you're at with you know your business or your like the training stuff or i want to work with proteins i don't i don't want to do that stuff mm. so i know that that's the stuff you need to do because once you've done that all the other stuff is, is open to you like it's embodying that growth mindset doing doing what you can't do being who you couldn't be and then that like that's the whole premise of of what we do is like transfer that okay where else do you need to do that in your life and if you've got that experience of it it's not tony robbins anymore it's like this is this is what we do. This is how my body works now. It's not it's not conversation. It's it's experience and it's wired into your system mm. in your five ball juggling pattern. Mm. How's your five ball? How's your how, how's the journey to a five ball juggle been? Is it oh, the best? I've I never thought that I could get so much fulfillment out of just juggling. I I, I honestly didn't. When I first saw the three ball at an event, I was kind of like yeah, right. I'll give this a go, and got so hooked. Like hours on end. I remember the first. I remember, I still remember vividly the day that Angus and I were in Byron, both of us, and we were trying to get a hundred three balls, and we spent, oh, like if Angus is listening, he'll laugh about Pegasus, it. Pegasus, Pegasus uh, up on Noosa. Uh, Pegasus Noosa. PT, strength conditioning, yeah. and uh, he, uh, yeah, we spent four hours trying to get a hundred, I reckon we got to 92 or something, and no, we couldn't crack it, we are filthy, actually I think he might have cracked it, got like 106, I think he just cracked it. And then that was like the first memorable experience I've had with juggling of persistence for hours on end to get a skill. And from there, that's that was two years ago. So the the journey to five, like the three the three ball to the four ball is challenging. And then the, the four ball is like tasty. You start getting that like, I'm actually a juggler now. I'm not just like some flimsy little three ball thing. I can go, I've got a skill that's kind of hard to get. And then the five ball, that's... that's it's another journey. I, that, that, I, actually, the deadline, like you said the other day with the Polycrin event, the deadline for me was I was going to Bali in two months and I said, I have to, fi- I am five ball juggling 
by the time I stepped put foot on that plane and I was in the airport still like trying to get it and I remember I got it like 10 minutes before we boarded what was, was, um, what was your target there? just to get three full revolutions yeah so five ball for, for each ball so we were 15 throws yeah yeah. yeah, 15 throws, you definitely, yeah, you're definitely a five ball juggler. Yeah, yeah you don't pat- have it on tap. The but- flash pattern was there, but yeah. you know, I was like, oh, I'm not claiming I'm a five ball juggler until I can get the three revolutions. And mm-hmm. I remember being in the airport, I had my mate there, Dan and Jimmy, and, and then Nicola was there as well. And they're like waiting, sitting there, and I'm just there in the airport, <laughs> like, come on, come on, we're nearly getting on the plane. So, got it though, like the deadline worked. Yeah, it was good, good build up. I highly recommend it for anyone who's you know sees like the juggling just is optimistic like you know pessimistic about it like why would you just juggle the journey with where your mind has to go like resilience discipline you know learning to just fail pick up learn from your failures like that that i honestly don't think anything's had as big as a shift in my mindset as the juggling Mm. the handstand's more physical Mm. about learning you know balance and physical capacity but the juggling is just incredible, and it's such a low load thing, so you can do so much volume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's I think part of the part of the game as well. And yeah, you don't you don't know until you until you yeah. do it, kind of thing. Like you you look at it from a distance and like yeah, whatever. Yeah. But embodying new skills as an adult and getting to a to a fairly elite level with things like mm. every adult needs to have that experience of something that you couldn't do as a kid that now you can nail you know whether that's like with languages with with musical instruments you know with in the physical um, and i think it's something we should you know continue to do and yeah to, you know but have some stuff that you're a beginner at that you're pretty you're pretty bad at but then also continue to refine some of those things that you get good at and like that i mean we're trying to solve this crisis of mental health obesity you know, bringing people back into their bodies and into into a mind that they can live with. I think that one of the best things you can do is have a skill that you know you you're just going to keep refining and, yeah, and just give yourself that experience of well, yeah, like I can put a new pattern in my brain. You know, I like the Joe Dispenza stuff, and it's about putting new patterns and 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 wiring that stuff into your nervous system by thinking about it over and over again. Sometimes people need the physical experience of wiring and you're patting in and it's just it's very concrete there's no doubt like it's, it's tangible you can yeah. feel it you're like okay you go from being the dodgy mm. you know the pass throw thing and then you do the three and then you're all right this four ball might be possible and play okay four's good clean it up then it's continuous you're like oh my god i'm actually legitimately changing my brain like i can do this and then the five's just that spin out of this is. I know Ryan's there, Ryan Collins. He's you know, coaching at Exalto at the moment, and he's done work with real movement. And he's on that fireball start, and I see the excitement. It's brutal. <laughs> the, 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 he, just, he, he rocks up to work. He's like, "Give me five. I need a couple of minutes." Like he's just got that that nick for it. Mm. So it's a it's, yeah, it's a heavy anchor for development, and he's caught the bug. I think we've done enough selling juggling for a little while. Yeah. What are why are youth athletes? Why is Exalto? primarily or at least specializing in in youth athlete development it just comes back to everything i wish i had when i was younger i i I went through pretty tough time in my teens so from you know family breakup to a big injury to lots of weight gain to you know some real dark moments mind in my you know my mindset and not really understanding where i was but just not having like had school had mates had my footy club that I wasn't playing for at the time when I was injured but I didn't have a community that supported me in a way 
And for me, young young people, we're losing that even more with you know social media, technology, you know, lack of activity. So for me, it was creating a space where if you're if you're you know teens, preteens, or coming into your early twenties, you have an environment that's progressive. It's going to help you with a growth mindset. It's going to teach you to be healthy, look up, you know, learn techniques, lift safely, perform better. You know, start ingraining these things that will help you be successful through your 20s because I think it's there's a big lack of it and I don't really agree with what the school system's doing in regards to creating growth mindsets. And uh, I just for me, it was everything, everything I do at Exalto is everything I wish I had when I was younger. And that's basically how I program just to deliver these deliver the youth what you know I, I wish I had why did why did you get fat or heavier than you wanted to be <laughs> so lazy no and I had an ACL reconstruction and yeah just in a big victim bucket like just sat in the pit of why me you know my parents split up at the same time so I was super depressed about what was going on in my life because we had no family structure I was sitting in a bed playing video games, eating chips and drinking Isn't that Coke. The dream? And, oh, it was, <laughs> but it created a result that I didn't want. So I yeah. thought I thought that's what I, I thought that was the only way. Really, I thought that was my only option was just sit there and sulk and and not really have, you know, any any form of progression because I was this busted, you know, footy player who didn't know I couldn't surf, I couldn't run, couldn't train couldn't be out with my mates for you know three four months i was in this stupid cast no one actually had the opportunity to sit down with me and be like you're gonna get through this what can you do like if i had juggling back then it might have been a different story like you know i could have sat there and and had some form of progression and i think that's a, a very strong message for any junior athletes is you will experience some sort of pain you know whether it's an injury or mental or whatever it is social understanding that there's always a way for you to progress and there's always a way for you to find something to work on whereas all I worked on was you know up in my kill death ratio and call of duty and didn't do much for me at all so definitely a lot of computer games going on at the moment and unlikely that that's solving any of the challenges of our time unlikely it's aiding mental health in our youth and it has a massive effect and guys our age. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and we're not the same age, but you know nah, what I mean? Well, adults. Well, so-called adults. How old are you? 26. Yeah. Getting there. Yeah. I still feel young as. I feel younger than I was when I was 16. <laughs> I've, uh, I'm in the best best shape of my life mentally and physically. And, and I, the things I practice daily help me find the most fulfillment in every second of the day and that's what it comes down to i no one ever had the chance to show me when i was 16 you know how to wake up how to have a have a routine how to have structure how to enjoy being your own skin you know how to help others Uh, it was all it was a big tall poppy syndrome as well growing up around the rugby league community it's kind of take the piss out of each other you know wreck wreck your mates till someone cracks and have a laugh at it like it's not a it's not a good culture as much as it's fun for a bit to take the piss out of each other, it, it does it does wreck people inside, and I think the insecurities only only you know swell, and then it creates a lot of mental issues for youth these days. Like, yeah, people call it banter and stuff, but is yeah, I'm not a massive fan of the shit talk either. Like, mm. I call it shit talk. People call it banter, and they you know they say they like it. Now, I mean, it's different when it's with friends. Like, mm. I think when you know you've got 
strong respect with each other mm. and you have serious talk as well, then you can have a little bit of it. Like, uh, you know, I think we get we get a little bit of it, but it's you need yeah, it's to a, have a foundation a, of respect and not... Yeah, and I think personally it's a fine line because yeah. if it's actually something that you know hurts them... Yeah. And then we all have insecurities, yeah. but you know, if, if if it's actually something that hurts them, like, why don't you have why don't you have a chat with it? And men are the worst. Blokes don't want to talk about that stuff. Like I know with my mess mate Jimmy, we talk about like deep shit. We go hard on like what we're struggling with, you know how, and then we have each other's perspectives to work off. Whereas when you're 16, no one you don't have those chats with your mates because it's seen as gay or like you know it's too emotional or you don't like. Why would you talk about that shit with us? Like, whereas when you can you know get deeper and and address some of that stuff and that's where we want to provide a space for you know our athletes is being able to get them through their adversity or or being aware of what their weaknesses are and work on it so that they feel empowered i think it's a massive thing when you're that age yeah so you've got this like kind of bigger perspective and this way of living how to like how do you how do you get to that like what is what does that look like day to day like you sort of mentioned how to wake up and like what are the things for you that make all the difference it's knowing it's discipline and routine for me if i know if i know my routine sets me up for success for for little wins and i'm disciplined on it my day's a win yeah when i when i'm not disciplined on it i kick myself and it's very rarely it might be once a fortnight you know and i'm like some stupid excuse and I don't hit it but it's a high success rate you know once a fortnight's pretty good and I've, I've gone sometimes when it's six months straight so I get up straight out of bed have a cold shower and it's coming into winter so it's my favorite thing at the moment after doing work with Wim Hof get in a cold shower first thing you have to do is you have to set a parasympathetic tone so the stress is in your life cold relax let your nervous system adapt your energy goes up helps your immune system helps anything you know clarity gets you set for the day get out of my cold shower i write my mindset pillars so three points of gratitude on my mirror three affirmations for the day so three power words for instance i am strong i am powerful i am helpful and that self-talk enables me to have structure for the day once i've done that i uh this year has been the introduction of meditation and it's been the most powerful year i've had yet so 20 minutes of meditation every morning, which is, I guess it's funny because I came from a gaming addiction, like addicted to playing video games. And there's now a correlation with meditation because I play a video game in my head, but it's actually the, the life that I want to live. So I'm visualizing my success, the, the athletes I want to work with, the relationship I want to have with my partner, you know, our financial stuff. Visualize everything to the T until you can feel it in your in your mind, and that as a start to the day is what you're in control of. Instead of looking at likes or comments and external gratification from others, you know, getting up and checking your phone straight away. Like I don't check my phone for an hour, and all I do is start with creating the life I want to create. And those three things, so getting up, the cold shower, the mindset, and the the meditation is that's the absolute must get done. And then from there, everything else happens. The training, you know, business work, that'll come secondary and, and that really helps me with my my daily routine and that's where I've found the best result. Yeah. The thing is, yeah, there's some solid stuff there. I think, like, 
it's easy easy to do a lot of it. It's easy not mm. to do. Like people would say, oh, well, I can't, I don't have time for that. But mm. what do you have time for? Like well, everyone's you, got twenty four hours a day. Yeah, well, you sit in bed. What are you doing? They with sit it? in bed scrolling for an hour yeah. or half an hour on Instagram, and then click the phone, put it next to it. Like you could have gone to bed half an hour earlier, woken up half an hour earlier. Mm and actually worked on yourself. And that, for us, for me and my partner, that was a massive thing. We got rid of the phones out of our room. It's like, all right, no phones in the room. At 8.30, you know, we head upstairs and that's, you know, we go to bed. It's, there's no blue light, there's no like alarm. I've got to get out of bed, walk into the other room to turn the alarm off and then go and do my, my routine. So that's power. If anyone's listening, if you can get your phone out of your room, that'll make a massive difference. Yeah. And I mean, the, Social media is such a big part of the world right now and people trying to build brands and build businesses. My feeling is that you need to invest your energy in being great and then once you feel as though, yeah, like this, I'm living a great life, like share that rather than living a shitty life that you're not proud of Mm. and sharing that or trying to make something up and then you feel like, well, I'm lying on social media and still no one gives a shit. Mm. So, you know, where if you actually do the work, be able to do a bunch of things that you'd like to be able to do, like get really good, world-class at, you know, two or three things. Elon Musk's wife, you know, has a good, there's a good article that she sort of published around, you know, be world-class in two things and you'll change the world. So what are your two things that you're becoming world-class at? Work on them until until you're very good at them and then your, your audience will grow like crazy, like you know our friend yeah. knees over toes Ben Patrick who's going to come out and present you know for real movement and for his online audience in the in the near future here he started social media like November last year and he just had his account deleted and he started it again and he's already you know back up to you know 3000 saying by the time you listen to this he's probably you know so if, if you're not following Ben you should uh, definitely check him <laughs> out he's going to come on the podcast he's going to you know, he's going to be in Australia soon but he's done the work like he got himself to a 40 inch vertical jump from 19 inches from broken and he started an account which talks about that. Like he's already been on a journey. So focus on your journey. And yeah, you can document the journey, but be on a journey. Like be on an exciting journey. Mm. Don't be too busy to have a journey because you're documenting something that isn't even happening. Mm. Like yeah, this instead, is the- of, instead of cafes and what meal you're having, you know, why don't you think about how you can help? And if there's something, and we've all got a way to help. And if all you do is focus on how you can help and, and build that and, and make that powerful, actually. Mm provide the world some quality and some something that they can work on that you've experienced yourself then you're going to have a much more authentic message like for me the the i got most exposure through our audience was the handstand journey getting to I hate to say it 59 second handstand <laughs> and uh and the fireball juggle like that's yeah. what people were tuning in like i was a performance coach working with athletes but you know predominantly i was saying like i'm going hard at this stuff and I think we can always look to people going hard at something and, and there's respect there because it's like they're devoting their, their time to improving skills and that has transferable effect on everything you do. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of that though. There's a lot of, you know, just cafes and coffees and whatever. Like, that's they're not the likes you want. <laughs> like, if you want if you want to actually build an audience and help someone, the likes don't matter. You just go out and help and, and document it and... It's like, you know, there's always going to be a form of technology in our world, so how can we use it instead of abuse it? I was speaking to uh, Fraser Russell over in the UK this morning and 
uh, Alex Thomas, two guys. Alex was uh, at the Roosters in the under-20s when I was there. And these two, two guys who went really hard as youth athletes and now at the moment they don't, they don't really have that thing. Hmm. So Fraser done like a 6.20 2K row. Like he was in the rowing, rowing team at school and he, he went like he had some, some big competitions and stuff. He's not a big guy. He's like similar size to us, so that's yeah, that's beastly. You know, mm. beastly rowing. You don't get to do that unless you're tough mentally, right? And Alex was like the kid that was first in the gym. That was always like doing you know Actually. handstand push-ups and stuff, and just yeah. wanted to do other things. He could do the standing wheel rollout that, <laughs> that I couldn't and still can't do as well as him. But then you know they both kind of like went past that chapter, and then it's like. Mm. you know like that's kind of what you, you're talking about as well like when that that sporting chapter ends I had that same thing like I wanted to go to the Olympics and then I was just lost like my 20s and stuff was like trying to find you know that thing to, to dive into I think so many of us go through that like this is what I'm talking about like this is what I believe you know you need to be building like choose another journey and go hard at that and you derive meaning from it like mm. whatever it is that was, that was my journey with real movement is because since stopping playing sport and just being a PT at F45 and gyms around the place, I didn't have a culture. Yeah, I had, I had a circle of influence and I had friends and family, but I, had, I wasn't pushing the boundaries, you know, like, and then you get involved with a community who's pushing the limits, like literally pushing the limits in skills, handstands, lifting, like and you go shit I gotta be better like the environment you're in will dictate your results and for me stepping out of that comfort zone (laughs) it's not quite a wrap just yet (laughs) we're close (laughs) we're um yes stepping out of that that comfort zone and getting out of that PT world and going okay I'm gonna go into an elite coaching community that's really what pushed the bar for me and I've just found complete fulfillment from that because it, it pushed me to a level go okay what do I need to be better at I'm not great here I'm not great and it's humbling it's a piece of humble pie you gotta eat that shit and be like it's time to get better <laughs> but there was probably there was probably some time there where you were like jam this like this is this is this is you know like what am I doing here why am I learning this stuff like am I ever getting anywhere is this even cool oh. is this a, just some weird kind of cult like, yeah the online the online part at the start the little taste tester of the online content you're like you're standing in your garage trying to get a three ball juggle like you don't really have context you see people you know in the feed doing it oh, I got this PB and you're kind of like yeah sweet well I'm going to practice it and then when I attended that first event like you get in the room and there was like that that event at Pikey's Mitch Pikes was nuts down at Metamorph that was crazy there was 25 of us coaches going hard and i instantly went like these people want a better world it's not just a pt trying to find clients to work with like this is an impact community and that lit me up i'll never ever forget that event that was probably the biggest four days of my life like just and just because it was so authentic we had you know all different kinds of coaches coming together we were all hanging out at mitch's training hard we went hard with the breathing we did the skills handstands did some messed up volume like did some stupid sled work where like we went into some pits and that for me was like this is an environment that i know i'm going to get better in and it's only been the best journey from that ever since so i'm extremely grateful for what you've created and how you help 
how you've helped me and I know how you'll help others that are feeling a bit lost. But yeah, the, the biggest thing is just put yourself in an environment where you can grow. And if you're not growing, find the environment because there's a reason for it. Yeah, so we didn't do many events. 2017, 18, I think there was one two-day, one, one three-day event, maybe you know, two four-day events, something like that. Like, I kind of lost my way with real movement and you kind of came in at the worst time, if I'm honest. And you, I don't like, it's good that you, you know, you had that kind of experience when it wasn't, it wasn't really at its best, you know, and I always want the product to be better. And I know, I think like 2014, 15, 16, there was probably, you know, things were probably a lot smoother and a lot clearer. Now that we've sort of relaunched this, like you're one of the, founding partners of the real movement 2.0 we've changed the changed the name we changed you know and we started again we've got our first 10 coaches you know in the in the Fresh. mentorship like and you, you know you're one of the leaders now mm. like why why are you part of it what do you hope to get out of it you know well i just want to help i just want to help other coaches go on the same journey that i experienced and that's that is a journey of finding a better option and you can go and do courses here and there, but when it comes down to, you know, the real world living, like lifestyle training, you know, the nutrition, everything we do here is exactly what I wanted out of a program, and I didn't know it existed until I came across it, and it was a big step. Like it's a big, it's a big. You were commitment. sitting in the background for like two years though, right? Yeah, I mean, I remember sitting on laying on the floor of F45, like watching Coach Keegan videos, going, "Damn, this looks sick," but I'm so comfy at uni and just doing hit classes like i was in that content i'm like i'm not and actually it was a big self-worth i was like i'm not that quality i'm not that high quality coach to to enter an environment like that and i had the excuse of my excuse to you was three times when i finish uni i'll sign up when i finish uni i'll sign up and you're like like fuck that like get out of that hole like this is where you'll find it and i couldn't see it finally i decided angus and i and social you know pressure we decided to do it together and that's what got me over the line. And what was two years of uni worth? Do you remember? Yeah, it's 20K or something. Yeah, 20K. Yeah. You haven't, I haven't got that much out of you yet. Nah, nah. Well, you've, you've created <laughs> a lot more than that. So. <laughs> that's return on investment. Like, I don't think uni's ever going to be able to compete with what we do. Like, mm. yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's just so much money out and you wait, you're like you're putting a lot of time into that. Like if you do something like what we're doing and you invest in yourself and you just do the work, mm. like you're going to be so much more employable and you know, that's what's exciting for me about it. It's like I feel like university is more and more obsolete mm. and, and but then the next thing has to be created and like that's the fun thing for me is to create that. And honestly, I don't feel like I'm ready to, you know, lead this or whatever. Like I, I still feel like we'll... You know, there's a lot of things I don't know, and there's, I'm not the strongest guy in the world. And mm. but ultimately, like we've had a ton of results, and if it's not this, then what is it? Like no one else is really offering, you know. And people out there might go, "Well, I'm going to try and offer this now," but you know, like mm. go on, like do it. Like there's nothing, there's there's no real good education out there for coaches who, you know, want a holistic kind of training mindset, have a community around it, like. And that's the difference. It's it's a holistic view on it. You can go and learn as much coaching cues as you want, or as much, you know, applicable, you know, way to technical deliver. knowledge and yeah. stuff. Is like it's all critical in a way. Mm. And we still do those courses. Like, yeah, hundred percent. So many courses. But when are you going to look after yourself? Like yeah. I still know, you know, great coaches are smashing donuts and milkshakes and shit. Like, and they've got problems because of it. It's like, 
you got to look at you got to address this this life this vehicle that we've been giving you know in a whole sense and that's athletes gen pop like if you're a living breathing being you got to look at the bigger picture and yeah like i mean exalto wouldn't be a holistic hub without the development i've had through real movement no way it's it's a it's a pretty special way of helping people become their best self so what do you think's going to happen with the, the new phase of real movement like it's kind of your responsibility as well like you're talking to these guys who are coming in sometimes yeah. like if they want to chat with you like are you nervous about your role in helping them to do that or like what nah. you, what's your feeling nah, I'm excited I can't are wait are we going to deliver or what yeah are you kidding me <laughs> like it's, I guess you always I never thought I'd be in this position I remember being at that first event at Pikes at Mitchie's thinking like laying on the floor in, in the Wim Hof going like, this is nuts. And I'm thinking, man, imagine hosting one of these events. Like, imagine being being able to bring people together. And that, I'm a big community and, you know, people person. Imagine being able to recreate that experience in my own reality. It's been, what, a year, two years? Probably like 18 months. It was... It was uh, December 2017. Yeah. So that'll be two years in December. So, yeah, 18 months. And it's happening, like, June's the first event. How quick's the turnaround, eh? Like, oh, but it comes down to action. Like, I went away from that event going, boom, that, boom, that, that thought existed for a reason. It's because of what I wanted, and I've taken action on it, and now it, it, the, the world looks after you when you go after something. When you go after it with persistence and determination and resilience, and you don't, you find the way, that's when it works. You don't let excuses, you know, get in your way and, and hold you back. You chase, you hunt what you want, and you, you get it. But you're not a graduate. You can't do this. Yeah, I didn't want it. <laughs> I decided I didn't want it, and it's a, yeah. it. That's also clarity and, and having confidence in in finding, yeah, using people to to find clarity. I knew it wasn't university, and got everything I needed out of other other sources. Mitch Mitch had the same journey. I think he enrolled in. What's he said? He's enrolled in uni like four times. Yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. He's one of the smartest guys I know. Yeah, one of the best athletes you know that I've come across. And does it? It's, it's just not. Yeah. It's just not. It's not always the way. If you've done it, well done. But yeah, it's uh Yeah, and I'm not bagging it. Like if yeah, people want to do it, path. go and do it. Like yeah. I'm not saying don't go to uni, but for me it didn't work and I'm a great example of not letting you know, I nearly let that limitation ruin my, my journey. Or well, wouldn't have ruined it but I don't know. That's enough on uni, I think. I think people get the more. message. <laughs> Just chase what you want, understand what you want and go hard at it. What's next for Exalto? What's next for us is to to create the culture on the Sunshine Coast that raises a standard around holistic health. So for me, my like I head coach the the junior training and the adult training. For me, we really want to go deep into understand, allowing people to understand something bigger than HIT training, or something bigger than you know, CrossFit, or something bigger than strength conditioning. Like for us, it's to create a, a community, and we've got five, ten years to do this. Like I have my goals deadlines in where we want to create a space where people understand mindfulness they understand nutrition they understand health and well-being you know mobility strength they they don't just look at training as turning up and sweating Mm. and that's going to start from our grassroots program so you know with our cubs which are seven years old to ten like those little grummies get to come like working with kids like that man i love it it's like it it shows it shows me what adults need to learn from children and like you would experience this with your kids when you're in a playful flow state with them 
the joy and the fulfillment you get out of that. It's not serious. It's just play. That's what I get out of coaching the seven-year-old, ten-year-old boys, like and the you know girls. We got these two girls that come in, Talia and Elise. They are the best fun, and like they just make you feel awesome because they come in, they're excited to see you, they're excited to do chin-ups, they climb the ropes, they throw the ball against the wall. And for kids that young, it is learning to throw and catch with a hand, like or throw with the other hand, like it's as simple as that. But there's so much enjoyment in it, and I do the same thing with our adults. I get the adults juggling playing handball you know playing bunt you know tiggy and it's crazy like as people look at it it's like stupid like yeah but then we go on strength training and we do our mobility we tick those boxes as well but you're not turning up to just burn off the calories from the you know the uneducated meals that you're eating yeah we've got a lot more to offer the world than being ovens right yeah it's, yeah. not, it's not just about burning shit like nah. we can we, we can experience so much more we can learn so much more we can wire new, new games in and mm. there's so much inherent joy in wiring stuff in and who's who's teaching us how to the ultimate you know metaphor is if you stop breathing you die no one's educating on breath work to a degree that you know helps people feel fulfilled like what like we need to go back to breath we need to understand how to breathe better how to treat you know inflammation that kind of stuff from the innate you know function that we we're given is to breathe and that for me i'm excited we're kicking off our winter program on monday it's just gonna have breathing and ice bath exposure and you know lots of mobility and strength training and like that that's a different program that's been seen on the sunshine coast and yeah i'm excited to deliver that so it's good along with my rock nicola she's uh yeah she does the yoga and all the stuff behind the scenes so yeah we've got a very powerful message to to deliver help how has it been in your business with your with your partner with your lover it's challenging it's certainly you have to drop your ego something i've learned a lot is mixing mixing a love relationship with a business relationship it's a fine line because there's things that i want and i know that i want but we have to find you know the mid ground and and that's that comes down to addressing your own ego and one of the I think it's the biggest the biggest lesson for any man is learning your feminine energy and your masculine energy and knowing how to use them properly yeah it's I mean we've clashed heads a lot because and we take responsibility for it we're really good at understanding that it's because we're not understanding each other and I'm we're so excited for what we will learn together because we have a really growth mindset about it and we we const- we have noted to each other plenty of times there is instances in the last 10 months or 18 months that we've been together that we would have previously failed in relationships but it's because we're so committed to improving ourselves to help each other that it's going to work and it's tough i mean i shout out to other people doing it i know just even on the gyms on the coast like luca and acacia at the farm gym you know prodigy mark and um jacinta they're doing it as well and and the challenges are there but the best thing about it is i get to hang with my soulmate every day like we get to be delivering and helping the world together so it's not like oh yeah he goes off to his gym and goes to work and comes home and has dinner like we're in the space we've created it it's all one piece we get to share that fulfillment and that joy so it's beautiful man it's incredible i love it I love her. <laughs> yeah, it's a good journey. Good man, well said. Do you want more stuff? Always. Always. Yeah, there's there's a quote that runs hard in my head. It's always grateful, 
never satisfied. Hmm. And it just comes down to the, the primal being. The minute you're the minute you're done is death. Like you can't you can't expect to get to a space and feel like every box has been ticked and that your life is complete. Hmm. It's not gonna happen. Like that mindset that will ruin you because you'll always be like, Oh, I'm never there. But the journey the journey isn't a destination, the journey is the process. So for me it's what more do I want? You know, I want an incredible community where we are creating an incredible community but you know I want strength in in quality and and making big shifts in people's lives and we're a month in to this thing like I know we're going to have a big impact in the next five years so I'm excited to see what we can do I want financial freedom so that me and my partner can travel around the world and, and have good experiences there I want more development in myself addressing my you know, limitations, my business limitations, financial, like I never came from money. So, you know, dealing with bigger business is a big growth for me and having a mindset of understanding how to help. And uh, yeah, I mean, that there's so much growth coming. For me, more so, it's it's learning about being a, a business owner and not a business employee. Yeah. Like there's a difference between working in your business and then there's a difference between owning your business. Yeah. And that's our goal. So it's a big step. We got a we got a big job. Yeah, I'm super pumped for it. Building that team's gonna be a huge part. Yeah, you got some good crew there. Yeah, yeah, I'm pumped with the coaches we got in. Two young coaches, you know, for me personally with the strength work or you know the, the training. So Slade Blunt, he's just about to finish his exercise science degree, and Ryan Collins, he's a, he's a local gymnast freak. You know, does his parkour, all that tricking and stuff. Like good young guys, heaps of passion. Exactly where. I was a couple of years ago and just a little bit lost with what their direction is so I'm I'm very grateful to be able to provide a space which I would have absolutely thrived in when I was that like in their position like give them an opportunity to to coach classes make an income run PT develop be in front of great people leaders come like yourself come and like bringing people into the facility like I don't have all the answers I'm 26 and been on this journey for seven years like this is this is my career now this is a long-term journey so exposing them to the development that I wish I had when I was their age and yeah actually happy birthday to Slade it's his birthday today oh, happy birthday Slade you get a shout out on the podcast <laughs> 21 how good's that ripe ripe young age how's that me saying that I'm 26 yeah 21 but five years ago I was in a different position and I wasn't doing much at 21 so yeah no he's, 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 he's ahead. done well to land in that place at that yeah. time and yeah and he's put himself in that environment which is good yep yeah, he stepped up to the role and, and took it on. So, yeah, I'm super pumped for what those two can do, what we can do. Champion. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Journey no, continues. Appreciate it. If you enjoyed this, let Jordan know and uh, reach out and, yeah, we'll have another chat at some mm. stage soon. We're going to be up at uh, Exalto 20th to 23rd for, Ooh, the, yeah. for the intensive, for the crew that are in the mentorship. Yep. And then uh, we'll be up there again for Level 1. So there's Level 1 dates, Sydney... Sunny Coast and Perth have popped up and Ireland, France, uh, dates to be released soon. Intensive in Europe, uh, probably Portugal or Spain. We're just finalising that. All those ones will come up uh, late November kind of time. So very exciting times ahead. Mm. And, uh, if yeah. you're sitting on the fence, take action. Get off it. I was sitting on the fence for two years. <laughs> don't, don't wait there. Just go. Turn up at Jordan's and yeah. say I'm ready to work. 100%. We'll see you there. It's Alto <laughs> Holistic Hub. You know where it is, just look it up on Facebook. All right, talk to you soon. Thanks for jumping on.
that's a wrap for today. Some powerful stuff there. If you enjoyed it, send me some feedback. Give it a share on social media. If you're serious about this and you want to implement on the back of this, then Real Movement Project is the place to be. I don't know of anything like it. I don't know anyone who's pushing things to the level that we are. Training, mind, nutrition, and a community of people who are making projects happen to change the world. That's what it's about. If that's what your life is about, or you wish your life would be more purposeful and more directed and taking you to another place, reach out, Keegan underscore Smith. I'll talk to you soon.